We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Please welcome the No Chill podcast with host Gilbert Arenas, co-host Mike Botticello, and guest Tracy Mill. Oh. Oh, shit, there's more people in here. We on? I, I didn't really think people was coming. I, was, I didn't either. I didn't no, no, I was trying to cancel the whole time, not even going to lie. The show must go on, as they say, up until just moments ago. We got Tracy That's why I on knew. board. I figured nobody was coming if you put me on. Well, let me tell you something. This is how the magic happens for the No Chill podcast. We just kind of... Just make lemonade mm -hmm. at all times. But um, on that note, we have to introduce Tracy Mills, the most famous non-famous non person in the world. For sure. That's quite a handle, my friend. No, no, it's funny because it is, uh, it every time I see you somewhere, it's like, dang, I ain't, I ain't know he's that big. <laughs> like, he used to be my trainer, friend, brother. Say that again. From another mother who? You are. No, who would I used, used to be? trainer. Train you as far as what? Mid-range. There you go. So look, so uh, his brother's Chris pure, Mills. Pure so job. my, you know, my rookie season, my vet was Chris Mills, and that's how I got to know my man right here. Yeah. So before there was hibachi, this man helped make hibachi. 100%. In yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. And here we are now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have never told him that to his face, though. Some people just need that re-encouragement, Gil. Yes, no, I remind him. You don't have to. <laughs> but um, the reason Tracy is here today and what we wanted to get into, there was a story that came out with Kevin Durant and the Knicks, and we figured Complex is a New York-leaning outlet, and the Kevin Durant story was this, that he was on Hot 97, and he said that the Knicks were no longer cool. So Gil and I were talking about that, and I think, like anything else, there has to be context to it. So the context to it was he was obviously signing with Brooklyn. The option of going to the Knicks wasn't a good one because he said they weren't cool. So with that in mind, we have to talk about does coolness matter when you sign with a team? The cool factor. Of course. Like we've, we've, we, argue, so we argued about this with Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. So I agree with Kevin on this part where New York Knicks themselves is just not a cool place to, to play for. Like as opponents, of course, we want to play in Madison Square Garden because my age group, his age group, that was the mecca of basketball. 
Kevin's age group and below really is, there's nothing been going on with New York for those kids that want to be there anymore. Right, because we talked about relevance and that matters for our organization and the Knicks really haven't been relevant. I mean, I think Mello established them for a minute, but they didn't really build on that, you know, and um, yeah, if you're born after the year, what, 1999 when they were in the finals, you've never really seen the Knicks. 99? Jeez. Wow. Wait, but this is in the finals, 99. Yeah, lockout year. The lockout Against year. The Spurs. It, oh. Like 50 games. They played. Um, San Antonio. Exactly. You got swept. I think you did get swept. Yeah, trash. <laughs> I mean, but you know. But, you but, 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 I don't, but I don't fully. Like, I agree. Like, relevancy plays a part. But also, it's like history plays a part, too, right? So, when you're talking basketball, there's only a few teams that you can think of that has historical, like, legacy that's the Lakers that's the Celtics and you have to say the Knicks even though they only won what how many chips two, two? but actually I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw one out there the Bulls and the Bulls of course right sorry. and I, I would say are they actually cool right now I mean when's the last time they got a big free agent but honestly if I would go to the Knicks before I would the Bulls your yeah. age group would no see that's the difference no, your no, age because, group. no I disagree because Zion wanted to play for the Knicks what can you say? I mean, one, but what? He's the next generation. That's the next mega star for this generation. And I think the NBA should have given they should have New fixed York. It. They, they should have, have fixed, fixed it. it because look, no one pays attention to this. New York as a whole has fell off since. I mean, think about it. The rappers. Like as a whole city? I mean, the rappers. The I mean, 6ix9ine is the, the most popular male rapper from New York. Basketball. Tracy, I mean, we, we have a few names here. I mean, no, wow. he's the he's the most relevant rapper okay. in New York City. No, he's not. Cardi A$AP, B. Cardi I said B. male, male. No, rapper. you said that first. Yeah, no, you I said, said male rapper. You just switched it right now. Jay, bro. come on. We know. Yeah, of course, Jay Z. ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Six nine is smaller than ASAP Rocky. Dave. Yeah. Dave e. I didn't even know if he. I thought he was a model. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't really. Know, I didn't think. I didn't know he did music. I, I really didn't know he did music. He's an Come actor. Come on, bro, too. stop it. I swear to God. I just, I just see him modeling all the time. You, I didn't know he rapped. You know, God strikes people down, bro. You're lying. <laughs> he has an album. You, th- you thought Dave East was a model? Does he have an album? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, I'm from the West Coast, so I don't really pay attention already, to the bro. East. That's what it is. What is that? You're West Coast I'm born West and Coast, raised. You know, I don't pay attention. What to does East. that mean? He's West Coast born and raised. He's not. You've already know. You know this. You don't listen. You never listen to Biggie. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know East Coast. You never listen to Jay Z. But you're talking about older you, rappers. You're talking about our age. No, you said you're West Coast only. What do we used to work out to? That's our age group. So again, so with the so with the East Coast basketball, New York basketball. The last big star they had since what Telfair was is Kimba. In high school, you talking? Because he's the biggest. New, York products, he's the, right? New York's New York basketball itself. Yeah. Well, also Kyrie. Kyrie's New Jersey. New Price, Jersey Price took o- New Jersey ballers took over that area. Right. So I, the I, West I, Coast. I mean, the, the the New York itself fell off. You got Kimba and Lance Stevenson mm-hmm. is the two. So the other, thing, names. the other thing to unpack there is that New York basketball was, was built on the playground, right? So yeah. playground basketball places like the Rutgers. Rutgers yeah. yeah. So what has changed were all these, if you're a young player, you're being funneled towards AAU. So AAU, so the playground, so, bas- the lab of a playground, like Dykeman or that they have their moment in the summertime, but it's not thriving. No, like what it I'm was. saying, it's still, 
it's still big there. But when you're talking about NBA product, you're talking about LA has the most NBA players. Chicago is next. Then you have shit. Toronto is fucking kicking out NBA players. I would say like Atlanta or Houston. Over New York City? As New, far York, as like New York, New York hasn't yeah. pushed out anybody. So what ends up happening is when players get to a certain age and they want to go back home, you have no one going back home to New York Knicks. Right. No homegrown. They have no homegrown talent. So when you have a young player saying, I want to go play back in my home state, the Knicks have no one. But the Knicks isn't based off homegrown hoopers. Like how many homegrown players had the Knicks had other than like who? Marbury? Like who else? Like home, Mello. Patrick Ewan's not from there. I'm saying like the but history I mean, of, but, but I mean, but for this generation, like this like, generation don't care to be home. They care to be where the money's at. This generation is about getting them. And also, good, you know, this you being from LA, you could have played for the Clippers. That yeah. would be home for you. But they was trash. Nope. There you go. I mean, they were the so worst organization. They were the worst organization. So that's why you didn't go. They're the worst organization in the NBA at the time. They didn't have. They, they worked at the Spectrum go, Club. But that's why you didn't go. Yeah. Or is it because of the money? No, they were giving the same money. It was that they work out at the Spectrum Club. They didn't have their own arena. How, how are you supposed to get better? You got to go to the Spectrum Club that closes at 10. <laughs> it was fucking YMCAT. Nobody wanted to be there. <laughs> well, at least the Knicks have that going for them. They're not in the Spectrum Club. But, no, really, but what it is is that the Clippers, let's face it, they're out of that hole now. Why? Because they got new ownership. Yeah. They established a culture, which is doable you can there is there's a way to do it and you have to have the right players they're the guys that are invested in it and that they see the potential and new york has the potential because biggest market in the world it's the biggest market and and again these kids want to make money these kids know their worth right and if you go to la and new york that's the best potential to maximize yourself as a as a brand and these kids know that so you're telling me no kid would go to New York City if the money's right? I think it's just management. It has nothing to do with the city. You can say that, but no one has. If LeBron would have went there what and won the, one what, championship. What was the key thing I just said? Management. If I'll LeBron would have went there too. and won one championship, he would have been a billionaire. 100% he would. He won two in Miami. He still probably would be a billionaire. No, I'm just saying they off. He would have been, been the, one quicker. I agree. He would have been off the first championship. He would have yeah. been, been a billionaire. So, but, but he doesn't you, go so, there. So you think these kids will understand that as well? Don't there's. It's management. It's not the kids, man. man You're the making kid it about. Don't know nothing about management. Oh my god. And I would. It's relevant. Say it's not, it's Gilbert, not the kids well, though. You want the free agents, the guys that are. Yeah, right. What the fuck but are but, y'all smoking? Okay, listen. Are you can curse it's, on here? It's being, yes. We can curse? It's being relevant. We just did. It's being relevant. And this is how relevant a 19-year-old thinks. Zion got offered two deals. Jordan Brand. I knew you was about to say that. <laughs> $30 million for three years. So $10 million oh a year. Oh, my God. Nayling offered him $155 million. I thought it was $170. He takes Jordan Brand because Jordan Brand is cool. Has nothing to do with money. Jordan Brand is not cool. For a 19-year-old kid, not for us. Jordan Brand, for a 19-year-old kid to walk around in Jordan Brand, have every new Jordan, the brand is, I, I don't know nothing about Chinese. And that's what he's thinking, like, I don't know nothing about, yeah, I know 150-something million, but a 19-year-old kid, 18-year-old kid, I'm going to take the 30 million and we're all Jordan. I, wait, I got to, what, what Tracy just said, we can't let that go. Jordan Brand is not cool. No. Okay, explain for him. No, but there's, there's a difference. We're not talking Nike Jordan. We're talking brand Jordan. 
Like, so look at the athletes that wear brand Jordan and look at their sneakers. Chris Paul, some people I can't say because they're my boys. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but it's, I'm just saying, the shoes are trash. No, 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 no. no. I, I have the mic right now. <laughs> so, because if you let Gil talk, he'll never stop. So, I know. Right? I, I don't even know how you work with this. Thing. I have no competition right here. Yeah, what are you I mean, talking I, about? You do if you listen. Throw it up. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. brand Jordan. Real talk is just trash. I don't care that it does like 900 million a year. It's trash when it comes to like a hooper. We're talking a hoop aesthetic. There's nothing fresh about Brand Jordan. So for me, I don't. I get. I don't understand why that kid took that deal. I don't know if he has bad management as well. There's no way I would turn down an extra 120 million to go to Brand Jordan that doesn't pump out a dope sneaker. There's no reference of a dope sneaker. So to me, Brand Jordan is not fresh. Is Michael Jordan incredible? Phenomenal. Is everything Michael done with Nike, 95% of what he's done with Nike is killer. But Brand Jordan is boo-boo. Well, to defend Jordan brand for a second, I think we all agree the retros, like one through 14. But you're not hooping that's, in right. But you're not hooping in but the No, retro, no, no, you but, those right? are, but that's your style. Right. Okay, functional, the current Jordans are always ahead of the curve. But you so gotta if remember, you're a, if you're a hooper, you'd want to play in the curve. I wouldn't no, play you in don't. No, 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 when, you, when you're a hooper, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. When you're a hooper, the first thing you want to do as a hooper is look fresh. When you walk out on the court, you want to walk out and be like, damn, I hope they like these. Like, but no. Jordan 1's fresh. Would you play in Jordan 1's? Probably. There's a lot of cats playing in Jordan 1's, 2's, yeah. 3's, 4's, 5's, 6's. In the but they were both, we're, souls, I wouldn't recommend you're, that. You're forgetting that, you're forgetting that key element. Jordan, Jordan himself, his shoes. Wasn't that shoe. Is Jordan. Mm -hmm. Jordan brand is Team Jordan. Mm -hmm. Right. Nobody wants them shit. That's a tough thing True, because right, I, right. So, I know like so when you Blake look Griffin, at, Chris Paul. So when you Nello. look at those guys, Michael Finley, all of them, nobody paid attention to the shoes that were signature right. to them. Right. They only paid attention to the colorway that they got under the 10s, the 11s, Because they knew like Rip Hamilton or Ray yeah. Allen were getting the P that was only They get the P.E. color of mm -hmm. Jordan himself. So mm -hmm. that's right. why Westbrook's shoe doesn't sell. That's why all these guys' shoes are irrelevant because, one, you're not – you're sitting behind another player, which is the GOAT. You're mm -hmm. under him. So his, his name outshines you anyway. It's not like Nike. Nike doesn't have a face. So KD can be under Nike. LeBron can be under Nike. Kyrie can be under Nike. You know, and you branch off. Well, when you're under Jordan, you're under the whole man himself. Yeah. So if he pushes out a Zion shoe and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to get the Zion, and then he drops a new colorway of the fucking ones, no one's paying attention to Zion shooting. That's another. I'm glad you said that's another thing for me as a basket. Like when I play ball, like I wanted to be the man, right? So if I'm under Jordan's shadow, I can. You can never be better than that person. Never. It's like it's almost like you know, like the Kobe thing. It's like how can Kobe be the greatest when he mimicked someone? Like to me, a clone can never be better than the original. So. What can, do you think of that, Gil? Knowing Kobe. What? Is, is you, so you, so you can't talk about you can't talk to them about nothing in the 90s and the 80s to him 90s and 80s I'm only stuck there. are the yes are the greatest <laughs> of everything I'm stuck in the 90s and 80s me oh yeah I do that on the 90s sweatshirt <laughs> <laughs> if you know your top five of anything it all comes from the 90s he's stuck he's stuck there well in the 90s you're gonna wow. I mean it's hard to it's hard to evaluate you know everyone that follows someone else because you are, that is the model, so we're gonna follow it. You know, so, you know, to say I, you can't, he's a mimic. 
Yeah, he mimicked a clone. I say a clone. It can never be better than the original. I think the game evolves. So you're but, but, ever, okay, so, but I, I, when people hit me with the the game evolves or evolution, you know evolution doesn't go one way. You know that, right? Okay. So it doesn't mean it's getting better. Not always right. Okay. Right. The rules are so, different. It's not as exciting you, in, in certain ways. What's but, that? You think Kobe's better than Mike? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, so what I was getting at is like Zion. He's supposed to be the next superstar for this generation. He's automatically in his shadow instantly. He's under that shadow. Like, to me, LeBron would never do Team Jordan because he would never want to be in that shadow. He's trying to be the GOAT, you know? So to me, Zion already put himself second, third, fourth, fifth. It's no one for him. And I look at it as that as well as a hooper, right? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. How much should you actually focus on that or think about that? Because I know you were a gym rat. And like all the other extracurricular off the court stuff like that came later for you with Adidas and all that. But you were really just focused when he was helping you become a bocce in Golden State. Just focus on basketball where now you have so much else as a young player on your plate. Mm-hmm. Like get remember, get if you look at conflicted. young players, we're all doing the same thing. We're thinking like young players, you know, so if you're 18, 19, no matter what your parents say, that there's 150 something million right there. There's 30 million something right here. Our age, yeah, we're taking the 150. That young group, my my 19 year old self, now nah, I want the Jordan, so I can hook all my friends up with Jordan. I can wear Jordan. Should I can wear Jordan to the club? You know, and that's just you know that's how the 18, 19. They don't money does not. Once you make it to the NBA, money does not mean anything anymore. You just want to hoop. See, that's what? Oh, no, no, I you know, just want to hoop. He's saying that the money is the you're money good, doesn't matter. Sweat it. Like with Kevin, with Kevin Durant, when he left Golden State the first time, I said, "Yo, how do you turn down a two hundred and fifty million dollar contract to sign a two-year deal for you know twenty-three a year?" He's like, "I got money. What do yeah, I care about that, that for? But, no, but that's I want to win. I want to win championship. That's not the same though." Kevin, but that's what, but what I'm saying is, think about what he's saying. But I, this is still I, I two thirty. I get what he's saying, that, but that's Kevin Durant, right? You can't put Kevin Durant with a rookie. You're talking about somebody. But but I'm saying even with a rookie. They sit there like you got to remember, they've we've played this game for so long without money. You, you give me all the shoe stuff, I don't really care about the money. Like you've been you've been around enough to know a 19 year old or 18 year old does not care about money like I that. I disagree, bro. But once you buy the car, the house, fish tank, whatever, eh, whatever. <laughs> That's what you did. No, I disagree. So Kevin Durant is someone who's a seasoned vet. He's been in the league mm-hmm. over a decade. He's gotten a lot of money. So to him, it's like, I don't need that extra money. To Now it's about my happiness, mm-hmm. right? I've made so much, I can't spend it all. It's about my happiness. These young kids come from a different generation. These young kids are very in tune with merch, branding themselves. They're in the gener- Dude, these kids want money. These kids are, listen, what well, is- Why did you turn down 150-something uh, some million then? That's one dude. He doesn't, you can't make one person speak for the whole generation. I'm saying, if you look at all these kids in high school, what are they doing? They're branding themselves. They got their own merch. They're branding it. Like, look what the NCAA is turning into. You're getting paid for your likeness now. Like, these kids are about their paper. What are you talking about? You're stuck in the 80s. <laughs> I'm not stuck in the 80s. You're stuck in I'm the just, 80s. I'm just, I'm Like, there's no kid that's saying, when I get to the league and I make $5 million, I'm good on paper. Are you kidding? Yeah, you wouldn't think like that. But what? Not I have Nike here, or I have some Chinese brand here. 
Why that's are they taking kid, the but Nike you can't all use the time? That, you can't use that one kid and, and put everybody else in that pot. I can't meet you as a basketball player and say, man, you're an asshole. Every NBA player is an asshole. I know what I'm saying is you can come to me and say at 19 and say, hey, yo, I got a hundred million dollars here, that's, and you well, give why me you this, keep using that and you one got five, kid, and you got you five million using, dollars here. If I know this brand, this is the brand I take. Why are you using that one I'm kid I'm just saying anybody. No, that's not anybody. That's just Zion. Only Zion took that deal, and we don't know why he took that deal. But I'm saying this he generation. Said it was, he said because it's cool. Yeah, generation. we're getting back to the theme, this coolness. It's but cool. It, but for also for a rookie, and even somebody like, let's say, KD, that's mm-hmm. 1% of the league. And when you get off that rookie deal. What do you mean that, 1%? He's a super max player. Right. Okay, 5%, whatever you when want to call LeBron, it. When LeBron category. left, how much money did he turn down? He's the elite, the elite Kawhi category. Leonard just left, how much money did he turn down? Listen to the players he's naming, though. Right. They're seasoned the, they're vets players that are now that are made Kawhi Leonard's not a seasoned of vet. How long has he been in the league? What, six years, seven, seven years? Seven years. Seven years. Hasn't signed, a max, hasn't signed a max deal yet. Listen, he could have signed a listen, max there. He left. No, what, I want to be talking, home where it's ta- cool. What he's talking about Toronto is Toronto ain't cool. I don't know nobody there. What he's talking about is. I don't know nobody there. Where is he going to make more money at? Here. Where did he come to? Here. So what is he talking about? What's the bottom line? The dollar. The dollar. <laughs> I mean, he got his championship. What, is it, so he, what, what, is, what was his contract? What did he sign? He's supposed to be the guy. 150 something? Yeah. 150 something? And he had a 250 in Toronto. Yeah, but he's going to be miserable there. He's getting his money here. I don't know. That extra 80 He's getting his. No, but he's going to make it up here, though. Mm -hmm. What what, what did I just say? They're coming here because it's cool. The money. No, he's not coming here because it's cool. He's coming here because he's from LA. Right. This is where he wants to be. He's going to make a, more it's money here. It's a bigger here. market here. Even though New York, like New York is a bigger market than L.A., it's just not cool over there. But also with, with Brooklyn coming is the to new L.A., thing. he has marketing opportunities that he probably wouldn't have. It, exactly. So it's, he'll make that money back. Listen, at the bottom people. line, we're talking about the soul. You surface driven. I'm talking about the soul. Listen, if, we, if we're all about money, if we're all about money, the first market you're going to jump into is New York City, period. No, you can't just jump there. They have to make the deal for you. This is bad management. Have New York you, Knicks have bad management. You they can't, just don't know what to if, pay. If I come out of college, I can't say, man, I'm playing for the Knicks. The Knicks have to actually draft me. No, no. If, if, no, what if I'm, I'm saying, about as to be a free, free, as a if free I'm a free agent, agent, I could say I might go to New York. If you don't make the right deal, I'm not going there. What is the right deal? You, you want 100? Here. Says who? That's if you're there. <laughs> well, you you're go. not there. Like, like Kimba. Like perfect, Kimba. No, you're perfect, talking about example, Kimba. Kyrie. Why would you? Kyrie, you go to Kyrie's Boston. from Jersey. He's from Jersey. I'm going to go. His, so his team growing up was. His team growing up is the Nets. So he goes to the Nets. And he also had the. the like Kimba. Like, why TV wouldn't Kimba go back to, to, to New York City? They're they, giving they, him the same amount of money. Because they, they have all the money. Who did they, who were they trying for, though? They no one. Trying, they were trying to get KD mm-hmm. and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So Kimba got put on the back burner. They made the wrong deal, waited too long, and lost Kimba. And That's for why. Kimba, also, Boston was a better team. Oh, yeah, winning. Mm-hmm. Winning matters. For well, some players, win. money matters more. Yeah, for some players, maybe they're definitely not gonna playing win. at home matters more. Because Boston's going to win. Win? What year? <laughs> they definitely not going to win. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying. What year are they going to win? But they're a better team than the Knicks. That's a fact. That's a fact. So Kemba at 29 years old. Gilbert, I have a, In his prime windows, would go for the bro. better basketball. It's the Hardens. It's just but why the pink? I don't know. The motherfucker sent them. I don't know. <laughs> 
I just gotta ask him. I didn't make the shoe. I just wonder why you wearing them. Okay. Ah, thank you. Appreciate okay. it. I mean, I was hoping he said it, that, but he didn't say that. He just wore them. I just wore them. <laughs> Open the box. I was like, okay. Okay. Let, nobody lesson, I have. Okay. Let's lesson back on for time. everybody here: when you get free shit from Adidas, you make it look cool. Make it work. You were sponsored by Adidas, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. All right, let's take a break because we have to talk about Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. So listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so they can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises. And here on the No Chill Podcast, we talk about basketball and performance and coming through in the clutch. And let me tell you something, coming through in the clutch is exactly what Blue Chew does. If you could benefit from extra function and have more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So right now, we've got a special deal for the listeners of the No Chill Podcast. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code, NOCHILL. Just pay five bucks for shipping. Again, that's B L U E Chew.com. The promo code No Chill to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, and faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the No Chill podcast. And we also got to talk about our good friends at Indochino. Indochino was founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. All right, so the holidays are coming up. And it's the time of year you gotta look good. You got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, and also New Year's. Don't forget about the new holiday season. And to get you ready for it, it's Indochino. And the important thing about this time of year, you don't have a lot of time. And the Indochino process is the simple, fluid, seamless way to make it work. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. And everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. You get to personalize all the details, including your lapel, lining, and your own monogram. They have hundreds of suit options for all occasions, including work, formal events, and even your own wedding, and also the holidays. The best part is that they're affordable. Almost all of your custom clothing is under $400. The process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your own suit at your nearest Indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. And their Black Friday event is on now. Until December 1st, get custom suits for just $289 plus their best prices of the year on overcoats, shirts, and more. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering the No Chill promo code at checkout plus free shipping that's indochino.com with the promo code no chill for $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more an incredible deal for made to measure men's clothing you really have no excuses anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit look good 
Um, all right, so we have. Yeah, we so have, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't cool. We wasn't cool. <laughs> it is now. Those are as trash. much as I wanted to wear Nike, they just trash. wasn't. Nike's always cool. <laughs> they just didn't want you. Anyway. Gil, Gil, we have about 10 minutes left. Let's. Uh, That's it? We're going to open it up to the room. Okay. Yeah, time flies, man. Feels Jeez. good. So, all right, so we want to ask some questions. Um, ask Agent Zero anything. Just three there. people up here. Don't just target me. Yeah, I want to talk. What kind of shit is that? I mean, the topic will come up. Gilbert. We'll throw it around. Go. Pick. Can't see. We could just pass them. There you go. There you go. Come to Mike. With the pace of the game today, how much do you think you'd average in a season? In, today, in yeah. today's game? Um, 35. Yeah, about 35. It's, it, you know, it's hard to, 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 to say it because there's so many elements that have changed, but because there's no big man and my game was more like James Harden where I'm going to shoot a lot of threes and I'm going to get to the free throw line, I'll be in the 30s, mm-hmm. you know. So, Tracy, we talked about evolution. That's the way things have changed from his era when there's a lot more mid-range, a lot more, you know, post-play. It's freer now, which would definitely help Gil's skill set. No question. But I, but I also think the way the games evolve hurts a lot of players too, though, right? Because I was talking to a kid where he was like, my coach says only shoot threes or layup. I said, okay, a three is three points. I get it. But when you go to the layup, how many points is that? It's a it's high two. percentage too, but by it's the way. two, right? Mm-hmm. But a mid range is two. To me, a mid range is a high is a high uh, percentage shot too. So for me, if I'm gonna play the game, I want to be well rounded. What if you get to the point where you can't get to the hole and you're forced to a mid range? You don't know what to do with it. You gotta you wanna just throw the ball away, or like you should be ma- you should master the floor. Well, you gotta remember Not- too, the people who are telling these kids three or layup they actually never played they basketball. never hoop yeah i agree with you that. know they're just looking at the statistics the and say, okay this this i hate analytics. Lay, you know it's and also if you're if you can shoot from three and you have that but then you know they you go to the basket and there's trees down there like dwight howard or something like that who's going to take that away from you you have to have something in the middle that's the whole point i mean just playing bass i mean that's what i said it's 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 just basketball skill set i mean we have Kyrie. how many how many mid-range shots does Kyrie take how many, as many threes as, um, Steph. as Steph takes, how many mid-range game, uh, shots does he take? Well, I'll tell you like this. Who's the all-time leading scorer in NBA history as far as percentage-wise? I mean, as far as, like, average and points. Because yeah, Kareem. Kareem and Jordan, right? Kareem and has Carl the most. Malone, by the way. No, I'm saying Carl, no, Kareem has the most points mm-hmm. ever scored, right? Michael Jordan has the scoring average, mm-hmm. right? All, if you look at Mike, he's mid-range, right? Look at Kareem and Scott Hook. So all these cats that are shooting threes, none of them are going to have a higher average in their history or score more points than I Kareem. I mean, you look what, what James did last season, though. I mean, he's like the perfect example of where that, that Okay, so went. let me give you James Harden. What did he average? 36. 36, right? And he shot out how many threes? About 500 threes? It's 10 a game. Right? Michael Jordan, 37.1 with mid-range. Mm-hmm. So, again... To me, but, it's, but, it's, it's such a. But it all comes. It comes. It comes with IQ too, because two years ago I said, you know what? If James Harden takes out five dribbles before he makes his move, mm-hmm. he can probably average thirty-five to thirty-six. Sure. And then he actually did effortlessly. It. You know, you got to remember this generation dribbles more. You know, they're dribbling what three, four hundred dribbles per game than the stars from the mid two thousands. You know, because. Everyone's being taught to create your own shot. Yeah. You know, so 
but like if you went the difference between that you if you went one four flat, okay, so you you're isolated. But how many dribbles would it take for you to get your shot? One you, you, two yeah, three. One two. Yeah. You know, I, I was designed. You know, you got to remember, we're designed to score. Like I'm trying to get to the basket as fast as I can, or pull up one two pull up, or you know, here you know it's all about combo moves. So even if you look at James Harden or Kyrie, they usually have the guy off the first beat. They just don't take it. Yeah, they're so programmed that we way. Went, we went here, they want to go side to side. So they're trying to bop you. That's why there's more players falling in today's game than you did in our game because I'm not here to try to, you know, shake Kobe Bryant. Like, I don't give a shit if he falls four, four times. I'm trying to score 60 on him. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's just the, the mindset. These guys, like with Kyrie, I'm happy with him this year because he's scoring the last two years in Boston. I was like, this is horrible. Yeah, because but, but you're not teaching these kids to be masterful, right? It's, to me, when you're a master, you simplify everything. When you're not a master, you do too much. Mm -hmm. So to me, when I think of a basketball player like a Jordan who's a master, one dribble pull-up, two dribble pull-up, triple threat, I see your foot slides right to the hole. You give me to the left, I'm taking to the left. These kids... <laughs> By then, you got to pass to the corner. He's like, I got the ball with two seconds. Now I'm like, I got a bad shot. You're not teaching these kids to be masterful. When you're a master, you simplify everything. And with this generation, you're not teaching them to be And master. that's why Devin Booker looks nice. And that's why it looks so easy for him when he scores. Yeah. Because it's one, two dribble. I don't exactly. need to shake it 22 and times. And to me, that looks way better than somebody dribbling the ball. Like, I can't speak on certain players because they're my friends. Fuck. But... Certain players dribbled, I just can't. This I'm, is the No Chill Podcast. You yeah, can but speak they, about everything. They might actually. watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they might not and pick another question. Yeah, let's get another question. Hey, Gil. Um, my name is Justin. I'm a big fan of yours. I used to wear the Gil Zeros back in the day. Okay. Um, uh, so, my question for you is uh, as a former wizard and someone who's dealt with injury, um, do you think John Wall can come back from what he's dealing with? And do, what do you think the Wizards should do with his big contract? Um, the most frustrating thing about getting injured is you're trying so hard to get back to your place because you see, you know, the competition that's in front of you moving further, the competition that was behind you catching up. So what ends up happening is we're going out there trying to prove that we're hurt instead of waiting till we're actually healthy to go play. So with somebody like you know, John Wall, you know, I had to sit there and talk to him, say, listen, as much as the game is passing you, if you keep going out there, you're going to be, you know, out, you know, of this league. So take the time to actually get healthy first. Right. With him, it's easier because he tore his left Achilles, which usually that will hurt a right-handed player because that's your jumper. Well, he jumps off of his right foot. So that Achilles injury wouldn't hurt him as much because he still have his explosion. With the contract, listen, these guys are billionaires, bro. You know what I mean? So all that contract and, you know, the salary cap, that's, <laughs> that's some bullshit they just want so they can keep the team bad. You know, like if they really wanted to spend their money to win championships, any team can do it. I agree. They use the, they use the salary cap as a fan thing because – because if you it go up the costs, salary, if it costs to win a championship. If you, yeah, because if you go up salary cap, then it's what? 
Luxury tax? It goes to luxury tax. Right. And then if you go over the luxury tax too many times, you get taxed. This, you know, so, so it's a money thing. Like, it's a money thing. Wish if everyone had. wants to, like, as a, you know, they're not fans. They're, they're, they're businessmen. Mm-hmm. So if I tell you, hey, you can, have, you can own this team for 10 years, you can win five championships, make $500 million, or you can win no championships and make $2 billion, which one do you take? You take the two billion. You don't give a shit about you know five championships at that point. You know what I mean? And that's that's it. So there's only five teams in the NBA that actually are trying to win championships. Most of them are trying to win. I mean, just to make the playoffs because they keep their fan base. And there's five cities that a team like Philly, team like the Clippers before, um, a Chicago, a Boston. Their fan base is solid where they're going to support them anyway. So they don't really need to have a good team for those fans to keep coming. What's going on? I'm Dre. Um, Tracy, my question is actually going to reference what you've been talking about pretty much the whole time in terms of the evolution of the game and how you know the assumption that most people make is that it causes the game to go forward. Um, thinking about like you know different rules that they've put in place, the salary cap issue that you guys just brought up. How many things are at play behind the scenes that don't let us see, you know, the best basketball that we could potentially see as fans? You know, part of the reason I watch the NBA is because I want to see somebody do something that I believe I can't. You know, I play basketball on a regular, but, you know, I want to watch for the entertainment, but I also want a very quality volume. Uh, That's a great question. I think the evolution that they're implementing in the NBA is like they're trying to find that thin line of, you know, like entertainment, because that's what the NBA is to me. It's just entertainment. It looks like an all-star game most of the times when I watch. Like, there's no big men in the paint, right? To me, when I grew up on hoop, like, there was the big men. You like the battle of two big men. You like the battle of the wings. You like the battle of the point guard. But they stripped that because they want to see the scoreboard go up. They just want to see constant action. But to me, that strips the purity of the game. Like, when we was hooping growing up, if, if I scored, Gilbert's going to pick me up right under the basket and force me to show you I got handles to get past him. You have a whole half court with just two players. That's a game within itself. It's like games within the game. And to me, the NBA strips that now. It's like they're trying to make it more entertaining, but you're also stripping the soul of it. It's like when you watch karaoke. It's like that person that's singing the song just stripped all the soul out of the music. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no soul in it. It's like, oh my God, that's the song, but that's not the soul of it. And that's how I look at the NBA today. It's like, I don't get to see, like, if Kyrie is about to play against James Harden, they're both point guards, they don't guard each other. Forget the height, like Gary Payton is guarding whoever. He don't care how tall you are if I'm matching up with you. Muggsy Bowe would guard you know, Jordan, if he had to, it's like matchups. I like to see matchups. I want to see skill set versus skill set. And the NBA strips you of that. Well, well the evolution, too, came with, <clears throat> I'm going to take credit for it, you know, not to be cocky, but I'm going to take credit for it. Before, before I came in, the point guard was a distributor. So before me, AI came in as a point guard, but they, they put him to the two. Mm-hmm. So I when I got drafted, I was drafted as a combo guard. They didn't know what it was. It was, okay, you're, you're not a point guard because you don't pass the ball, and you're not a shooting guard because you're too small. So what ends up happening is when I'm in Golden State. I'm sorry. 
how did you, how, how did that start with you though? So you're saying, but, but, but no, because before you, you're saying no point guard actually scored. They just distributed. So no, everybody no, no, was John no, 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 you gotta keep, you gotta let me keep going. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just going. trying to, Listen, this is how it goes. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out how okay. Gilbert, because Gilbert's okay. giving himself this credit. Like there was no Chris Jackson before him. Like there was no Kevin Johnson before him. But they averaged all in the 20s. Yeah, 22, 23. That's Gilbert, like, you didn't I average. I got booed at that. How did it start with you though? No, I'm just, okay, the go. evolution of that But you put it with you. You're giving See, yourself that's that why credit. I don't like him. You don't like me because it's well, like. Let, let, let's so, clarify. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. This, that's what he does to me. So, he cuts me yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, in Golden State, where I became the point guard that only wanted to score, didn't, didn't pass, Ben Gordon gets picked early as a combo guard. Now they know where to put the guy. Put him on, just put him on the court. So, I had to think about the question because someone asked me, yo, could you stop Curry and Westbrook? The cocky me said, oh, of course. I'd fuck them up. I'd deed them. And then I had to think about it. Well, damn, in my era, I never had to guard anybody who was trying to score 30 a game. A game, not 22. 30 a game. But if, like you're, a shooting but, guard. But if you're guarding them, they're going to score 30. Now, but you got to remember. No D. <laughs> no, no, no. But you got to remember. But you, you, no, no, no. I average 22, but at Gilbert's tonight, I'm getting 30. Look, I didn't play no D like that. You like I played no D. D. I played D. What are you D is about? in the heart. You don't have heart. For and you, you only have heart you for didn't offense. Pass either. Who who killed me? Gilbert, you have no heart for defense. You have heart for offense. Who killed me? Everybody that no. played against you. <laughs> like if you look, if listen, y'all do y'all research out there and look at any good guard that Gilbert played against. But they they definitely look. went like five or six points above their average. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no. But what I'm saying, I didn't have to wear like Eric Snow. Like, I didn't have to. They, they was, Eric they Snow. Well, you but those are the guards that. I mean, Eric Snow is all the guards. Tony Parker, NBA? like Jason Kidd, um, Mulberry, Steve Mulberry Francis. murdered you. Steve, Steve Francis no, murdered you. Fucking 14 points. Like, he, didn't, he averaged 18, which you is 27, 28. Well, that's what you would think. No, that's what it is. But I got to remember. I was to, there for a lot of those games. You were getting Since fried. I was scoring 30. <laughs> you gotta, back then, I'm scoring 30, averaging five assists, six assists. For I'm sure. a ball hog. Yeah. This era now, 30 and 5 are called pure point guards. Straight up. So that's what I said. So the evolution <laughs> of what I was doing is here now. So, but you have to change the game for it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Even though the purity of the game, you have to change it for a, a new element of a guard who's coming in trying to be a weapon also. So instead of Curry being a point guard and saying, all right, Clay, you, you're the leading scorer. It's like, well, Clay, you take a back seat because I'm a better scorer than you. Now the two guard somehow became not as important as the point guard himself because it's like, well, if we just give our two guard the ball like a James Harden, he can be more effective than him trying to be the Reggie Miller style. So, so the two guard position. I'm not saying it's better or worse. No, no. I'm just saying you but have I'm to adjust I'm just saying based off what you just said, so then the two guard went back to the 80s. No, no, because no, they, no, because no, the two, I, I would say this at some point it's kind of merged. It's now it's, it's merged because that two guard now says, you know what, just give me the ball faster. The, like the reason, like Beal and Wall. Uh, Wall are sitting here bumping, is because even though Wall averages ten assists mm -hmm. and he scores too, Beal is like, I don't need you to create for me. Just give me the ball and let me do my thing. So they become the clash. Even though you're like, damn, we got two guys who can average. 45 to 50 points together, the shooting guard is like, just give me the, just give it to me earlier right, so, and let me do my but, thing. But off your reference, 
Clay and Steph, then you need a traditional two guard, like but, an 80s but yeah, two guard. But, yeah, yeah, oh, but, say, but what, Clay is a traditional two. That's what I'm saying, what, like an 80s two guard. What you guys guard. are talking about, and to bring this all for, full circle because we got to wrap up, but these are guys that have done it. At the time, maybe we didn't think it would work. Maybe we doubted it. But when you we talk about being cool, when you mm. are ahead of the curve and make things commonplace, someone's got to be the pioneer for that. Right. So for you to be a combo guard and see guys like Westbrook or Dame like the, or John, like those guys come along because somebody had to do it first. Yeah. And Chris also, Jackson. if you want to establish a culture and make a team cool, someone's got to be out there. In so the we should be giving here. Chris Jackson his props. I agree. Always, of course. For sure. Mahmoud. He's a pioneer. But also, we should give respect to New York. They'll be cool ones. And we should give hope to the Knicks fans. that We need New York. They'll, they'll Before be, we wrap, we need, we need, actually, we need New York yeah, City absolutely. to be big. For That's sure. That's the soul of the game. I, we need to. LA makes a talent. But then blame, then you should, as a fan, if you're a New York fan, you should blame Stephen A. Smith. Um, no. he, Gilbert called me about this. I'm no, no, you should blame Stephen, Stephen A. Smith, Smith and Rappaport. How? Because... As a New York fan, which they are, New York Knicks, what was the most positive thing they've ever said in the last decade? No, they said nothing. Yeah, they said <laughs> they 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 ruin they ruin the ideal of Knicks basketball because they bash their own team. No, they get every paid. draft pick. Ah, oh, this man sucks. Who are you? So as a kid, you're looking at that like, damn, this is supposed to be the happiest day of his life. This motherfucker's like, I don't even want to be here. As a basketball player, as a basketball player, we all knew the unicorn was gonna leave. Uh, when his um, when his time was up, he, he was le- never going to. Why did he, he leave? He left because of bad management. No, Let, because you booed him. No, I don't no, forget no. that it's, shit. No, that of course you forget about that. If you know you, you, you can boo forget, me. If you I booed me. You booed. No, you, you think you gonna boo me on draft him, day? The boo, the boo works when you don't get anyone around him, and we're trash mm-hmm. on top of that, bro. If you bring in a great team bro. around him, bro. What, bro? If I'm sitting there from another country, ready to be in the NBA. And you call my name, and there's 10,000 people booing, booing me. I go home with the worst feeling of my life. You really, you really think I'm gonna stay here? So you take. I don't give a fuck what. I don't give a fuck how much you offer me. I already made a decision. Fuck this city. Okay, so everybody. Am I right? No. Am I right? Listen, everybody. Come on. If you, if you, let's be honest. No, let's be honest. No, no. If your dream was to play for the Lakers. We all we all see. So his the, dream was to play for the Lakers. No, if your your dream was to play for the Lakers and you get drafted and they boo the shit out of you, the whole Laker fan boo the shit out of you. Are you staying there? No. No. Listen, like 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 listen. With, like like okay, like no me. like with LeBron. All these guys look up LeBron. Oh my bet. And then he be like, Yo, I want him traded. Are you looking at him the same? Listen, y'all, don't listen to what Gilbert's saying all when right. it comes to that because you don't take a negative and internalize that. You take that negative and you turn it into a positive. You, be, you become the Listen, unicorn no, and then bro. you leave. Listen, bro, if, if I, <laughs> I want to go to the Knicks and the Knicks draft me and I get booed, all I'm going to do is take that negativity and I'm going to turn it into fuel to prove that I was what they supposed to get. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to take that. I, listen, bro. I'm not going to take that seed of negativity and water it and say, I'm out of here. Because then you're not going into the process with any positive energy, bro. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Bro, it's the truth. Kawhi Leonard. Fuck out of here. What are you talking about? Draymond Green, you argue with KD one Why time. I'm out of here. <laughs> I ain't got to say for this shit. What no, you talking about? He got about? two chips out I'm of there. I'm out of here. Listen, hold on. If that's the case, then what did the world say about KD when he went to Golden State? He should have left instantly, right? No, but what I'm saying is the media destroyed him. That was the and weakest he was move yeah. in history, right? He, don't, but he could let me talk, man. You had the mic, bro. This is, see, he don't pass ever. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> turned into so, a roast. So, so what I'm saying is if he would have took that and watered that negativity, you know what he did? He took that and, and internalized that and said, I'm going to prove to y'all why I came mm-hmm. here. He got two chips, two finals MVP. I did my job. I showed you it wasn't the weakest move. Good night. Boom. No, 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 no. It was good night because my battle Ship no, died. he was he was already he was not leaving. No, no, he man, bro, I talked to this dude. Of I talked to was, him too. You don't talk. He don't even. He don't even like you. We bro. both. They both have connections, <laughs> guys. Uh, all right, so let's give some hope to New York. Yeah. There's no fucking hope. Shut up. There's no hope. He's from that area. That's why. You from no New York? Hope. There's no hope for Knicks or Jets. Are you from New York? Everyone knows that. Connecticut, yeah. Oh yeah, y'all claim New York, yeah. Close enough. All right. I got well, a friend from Connecticut. Does the same thing. New York. I'm like, bro, you're not from New York. <laughs> But I will say at the moment, L.A. has the spotlight. We always have. Yeah. We have the most pros to ever touch an NBA court in history. We're the, we're the greatest. All we have right. the greatest rapper. We have the greatest hoopers. Yeah, Pac. Well, 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 he claims L.A., so we're taking it. We're taking it. He's not claiming it, bro. <laughs> He's not claiming New York. What? You hating on Pac again? I'm not hating on Pac. What do you mean? Again? We've been through his musical taste. He loves Who's your, Who's the greatest of all time? Jay-Z? Uh-huh. Yeah. Body of work. Body of work? You know so funny? Him and Kanye Impact. like this, and then he gets mad when I put Kanye top three. Why'd I get mad? I think Because I always take Nas out. Oh, you're tripping. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> you're bugging. <laughs> you're bugging. I take his two friends, I and then Ye I just... That to, Ye wouldn't even tell you he's better than Nas. <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt the God of Jesus. <laughs> I don't know... I don't know what kind of confidence you think Ye got, but trust me, baby, we number one. No, bro, he's not. Well, he knows on that not. note, we could uh, debate our top ten hip hop. That'd be another. Pac is the greatest. We all know that. Okay, for sure. Tracy, thank you very much. The I appreciate most- you being on here. Famous, Don, famous, famous person in yeah. the world, for sure. After being on this podcast, yeah. it's and, only gonna help your brand. And coming on here, barbecuing the you hibachi. You made us cooler. I'll just tell you that. Like I barbecued the hibachi. Like, wow. I- Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Love you, bro. All right. But Kanye is better, though. <laughs> the Nas? Are you on crack? No, yeah, yeah. No, Nas was so like 1995. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.